everyone, it's Michelle from Studio City Now, and today my guest is the fabulous Dave Look. Hey Dave, thanks for joining me. Oh, my pleasure this afternoon. Thanks for having me. Oh gosh, and you're in scenic and lovely Georgia. Augusta, Georgia to be precise, yes. <laughs> Since I don't know how far that is from, oh my gosh, Atlanta. I'm like... What's that city? It begins with an A, gone with the wind. <laughs> Atlanta. Uh, we're about two and a half hours south, southeast of Atlanta. We sit on the border. We, we're right on the mighty Savannah River. Oh, wow. Uh, directly across from us is South Carolina, so we're one of those border cities where our north side actually is in another state. And uh, it's beautiful here. It's, it's kind of swampy. Uh, we have a large fantasy swamp in our area, and our nickname for years was the Garden City. The Garden City? Yes, because in springtime in Augusta, we have so many old-growth plants and, and trees. It, it explodes in the south for about three weeks in color beauty. Oh, my gosh. That's why they hold the Masters Tournament here at that precise time. Oh, how wonderful. Now, I have friends in St. John's Island... I actually don't know if that's North Carolina or South Carolina. It's probably off South Carolina, most likely. Yeah, because um, I have to fly into Charlotte, okay. which which is North Carolina. That is. Okay, so that's a ways from you. Yes, that's, okay. that's quite a ways from North. That's two, two states up. Ah, okay. We're in the deep south, honey. <laughs> it's like thick as molasses in this heat. We move slow. Oh, I love it. So anyway, um, you sent me, I guess it was a YouTube, it was Swamp Music. Uh, loved it. I'm glad that you did. And you're writing a book. Tell me about your book. Yes, uh, well, I'm writing some online novellas. I wouldn't quite call them a book. That's, that's a little bit beyond my ambition at this point. But they are definitely, uh, the third one is getting much lengthier than the first two. So, I don't know, you might be right. Maybe you're calling it a book, frankly. Uh, but yeah, I'm on my third one. The first two, uh, they, they, they've got a lot of fanfare. And the third one's uh, doing quite well. Uh, called Hours Off Forever. And uh, it's It's nice. A solar flare has zapped all the electronics from our planet. Ooh. <laughs> the, the people are really reacting, and it's happening quickly, and there's a lot of danger. People can't look at their iPhones. <laughs> That's the first thing that they're all doing after the sky lights up, and then once they realize their phones aren't working and the confusion's setting in, the next thing is chaos and anger. And what is your inspiration for this? Well, I write all of my stories that have been kind of survival stories. The first one was actually a crime story, though. But my second story was a survival story, and my third one is based around survival. I'm just into that. I like, I like to pit my characters against nature and make nature show them, number one, they're not in charge, but number two, that they're a lot stronger than they think they are. Those are themes that I love. I truly probably will have those two themes in everything that I ever write. Now, why did you start, or how did you start? Did our quarantine or lockdown have anything to do with this, or did you just... Yeah, oh. I would say so. I, I put a lot of extra time on my hands. I mean, obviously, we weren't able to work, and uh, that, that part was difficult.
you do. You, you work in other ways. I mean, you have to. If you burn like I burn inside, you, you pretty much, if you have energy, it's almost like you feel an onus to utilize that in a creative. That's where I'm at, you know. Uh, I can't do it when I'm fatigued, obviously. I'm forced into periods of rest. But, yeah, idle time, it was definitely creative time for me. Great. So at least you did keep busy. This is a good thing. Did, did you put on the 30 pounds that everyone else did? <laughs> no, I went hungry and lost 30 pounds. <laughs> no, that's funny you say that because every man I've talked to says, oh, I started working out, I got a six-pack ab. Every woman I, woman I spoke to said, my clothes all shrunk. <laughs> yeah. I actually, well, I made a record, too, and, you know, the budget was already horrible that year, so to, to, to make that record cost me about $8,500, and honestly, an awful lot of that came out of my food and my clothing budget, but it's okay. I was a little heavy going in. I was about, about close to 190 pounds. I was bodybuilding, and, you know, I'm down to about 160, 165, and I still look pretty solid, so I'm okay. I bet you you look great. My heart's probably thanking me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have all that Southern cooking. Oh, my gosh. I do a little thing on my Facebook page. You might want to catch it every now and then called Looking and Cooking. Okay, you know what? I'm going to look it up later. Looking <laughs> and Cooking. Yeah, uh, I don't think the live videos stay after 30 days, and that kind of bums me out. The, the, the other episodes may be gone, but I, I did one yesterday. And, you know, I'm an aggressive. I, I, I ham it up on purpose with a with you know, little extra rock and roll aggression. I throw the utensils around, and, and I talk aggressively like I'm angry while I cook. And, you you might try getting a YouTube channel or even a TikTok I have a YouTube channel so if anyone listening would like to go and subscribe please do Uh, it's called the official book channel I mean it's going to have content that involves I want to do the novellas the audio books and put those on there alongside with the music from the band and potentially some of these looking and cooking episodes that are doing I mean they get a lot of fanfare it blows me away. The looking and cookings, they blow up better than the music or the writing. Well, people love stuff like that. It's got something to do with my edgy style on camera while I'm doing the cooking. I mean, I <laughs> talk like extra hard, you know, like I'm angry and I'm cutting somebody's head off, you know. I'm, I'm banging away, you know. I'm throwing stuff around. And, and, it, and it, always, it looks kind of cool, too, because I do it with a little bit of nimble deafness because my hands are good, you know, from the part, I so to speak, so I'm not full of myself at all, but you know, they look cool, so yeah, and I'm rowdy, you <laughs> <laughs> uh, gotta keep it rock and roll, you know, I am in, I am in a metal band, so, that's, that's my primary focus on this earth, is to break the band, and it, it that's what makes me write, also, by the way, you know, I got into writing the novellas, because I wanted to attract additional attention to my world, to my age, that would lead to parlay into attention to the music. That was that was the soul and you know, necessity became a mother of invention and that's where that came from on that. Now I didn't know it was gonna take off so well or that I would be so gifted at it. Uh I'm not, I'm not thinking that myself, it's other people telling me that. Uh, I'm really humble, I promise everybody. Uh but yeah, I've had some I have an actress friend that I write into the stories and she's very familiar with uh, scripts and movie making and she travels and works all the time 
And she tells me that I'm, I'm the real diva. <laughs> I love it. But she knows that I don't know that I'm the real diva. It's an accident. Yeah. It's an uneducated accident. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess maybe that's some of the best kind, you know. People like the raw part of me. That you know, I've been told plenty of times, please don't polish it too much. The look product has a rawness to it. And that is part of the attraction. I don't like it to be too raw because I don't want to ever have it confused with uh, lazy or unaccomplished. The raw is very purposeful and natural. So I don't want to polish it too much. I'm listening to my fans. That's great. And how many subscribers do you have so far? Not enough. <laughs> 484 souls have have joined the board and support me officially, and I love every single one of them. I look at all of them. I'm going to have to subscribe to that, because I did subscribe to your music channel, unless they're both the same. It's all one and the same, yeah. Okay, then I did subscribe. Well, thank you. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. Let's not tell our significant others. George Clooney, you heard that? <laughs> Sorry, George. I'm cool. I just, I truly do love my, my friends and fans, especially this original group. I, you know, I wish I could find the first thousand and get all their names. And that way, if the, in the case if they go into the millions of followers one day, by some miracle, I would always know that original group that helped lift me out. Yeah. Um, I don't want them to get lost in the, in the process, but I don't know how to get over those names. Well... Uh, what you can do is actually go on, make a YouTube video that says, I want to thank everybody, this is my email, and then create a special email just for that. And then maybe get a, and then begin the list that way, that very special list. That's a very brilliant plan. I'm, I'm going to follow through on that. I, I, I want to start on that right away, too. Mm-hmm. Buy lots of thank you cards. <laughs> That I didn't mean to interrupt. That's a lost art. I still get thank you cards from my grandkids, and you know I love getting them. I I've got a special place in one of my drawers. Yes. You know it's like, dear Grandma Michelle, thank you so much for whatever it is. It is. I mean, I'm not going to say millennials because it's not just millennials, but in schools, they're not taught how to handwrite the way we were. No, it has been eliminated. Yeah, it's like, how do you do a signature? Everything's printed now. It's all printed now. Mm hmm. Yeah, that kind of blew my mind, and I just learned that fact in this past year. Uh, I happened to learn it by accident in a grocery store. There some people talking. And, you know, I asked a question, and they said, oh, no, they, they no longer teach cursive handwriting in any of the food. Yeah, one of the things that I don't understand, and I was just talking to my neighbor today about it, um, when we were kids, we would go out, we would play, we'd come home filthy, 
Mom would run out saying, Hey, come home for dinner. And it was safe. We drink water out of the hose. Kids today don't have that chance. Everything's so homogenized. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you what, their, their, uh, their health is, is being in decline from that. I mean, by not getting the immune system boosted by the way, the immune, the dirt, you know, mm -hmm. the, all the things we did, we ate, as we ate, whatever it was we all did, you know, we did all that. Oh, God. I would come home so filthy because um, well, we had a big mound of dirt uh, a couple blocks away which turned into a baseball field and I would play in that dirt I mean my mom would make me shower before I even sat down for dinner uh huh <laughs> but I came out a whole different shade of human. <laughs> but anyway, so back to this. Now, your music, because you've got swamp music and you've got an assortment of stuff. Um, could you, you know, kind of educate us on what exactly swamp music is? specific to people who are from a certain area that, that's somewhat swampy, and, and that can include Texas. You know, Texas has its own swampy sound, and they're not really full of swamp, but they're, they're from the south. Now, that does not stretch into Arizona. The reality begins to change in New Mexico and Arizona, but from Texas back across, across the south, all the way down into northern Florida and stuff, where you think of Florida, it's pretty swampy. Yeah. And some of the people who breathe that in and what can make a sound that contains it. And in the past, you've heard some of that, you know, when you're seeing the big time of Yeah. Um, even 38 Special. Yes, that would be something. Uh, they do Christian music, Christian music, I believe. Oh, they do? Yeah, I haven't heard anything from them in years, but. Yeah. They do a cruise ship. I'm sorry? They buy a cruise line and they uh, do Christian rock on cruise ships. Wow. See, I have a friend who was a keyboardist for Striper. Okay. Um, Kenny Metcalf? I love Kenny. He's wonderful. To hell with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> but he did hard rock uh, Christian music. Yeah. And I was like, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, there's, a, there's a lot of uh, good Christian music out there. Third Day is wonderful. If you ever looking for you know, a middle-of-the-road rock band that has fantastic Christian stuff, Third Day and their early releases were just incredibly good. Wow. That's yeah, I'll check that out later today. But um, you're a songwriter, and what are your inspirations or what motivates you, you know, to write? Well, in the logo for Look, 
tubes are connected together with the symbol being infinity. And it's a beautiful logo. And so that kind of explains everything. Like, my creativity is infinite, meaning I don't have any, I don't, I don't consciously limit it. Um, when I, as far as the writing goes, some of it is probably introspective and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, but I'm also able to completely step outside my own self. Mm-hmm. Self into other people's minds and situations, whether those be real or fictitious, and I can write from that perspective. And you would never know whether that's me or you know what inspiration was. You know, you're all seeing it. Um, it's probably why I'm good at writing these novellas because I can take on all these characters. <laughs> it, it's, I'll tell you the truth. I don't. I'm not a crybaby, and I never ever cast any tears hardly at all in this but my writing brings me to tears I can't control it well it's a good outlet too it's so deep it just, it's a different part of me when I read it it moves me to tears and I, it's not even that it's a sad part of the story it's so powerful it just makes me dream it's, it's crazy I, I can't explain I do not get that feeling from my music I don't even command with my music it's, it's, some, it's a different part of me uh, I can rock, and it's, it's just different. Even the slow stuff, the ballad stuff, it stuff doesn't do that to me. But the stories, wow, it's heavy. There's something about bringing those characters to life over there. It's, 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 it's a different thing. I have a storm blowing in on me outside. This is wonderful to do this interview with the storm. I've got the squall line coming in, if anybody knows what that means. And that, that means it's the, uh, the forefront, it's heavy winds, and the purple's just arriving. Oh, and I, you know, I've heard some thunder rumbling. I'm hoping that it catches into the recording here. Yeah, I don't. Barely. Barely. Oh, it's not thunder right now. It's just blowing out there. Yeah, because I hear something, but it's very, very faint. Yeah, that's probably the wind roaring. It's picking up. I just want to describe my setting. This is awesome. It's kind of eerie, almost. Yeah. Yeah, I see another novella. If I get wealthy, I'm going to be a storm chaser. (laughs) Be careful. (laughs) Well, you know, that'd be a fun way to go. (laughs) Uh, I guess. I mean, there are people who chase twisters or... Oh, uh, what's the other word for a twister? uh, Tornado. Tornado, yeah. I'm like, gosh, I'm educated. Why can't I think? (laughs) stole that word straight from Spanish. Tornado? Yes, it was straight, straight came over straight from Spanish. No, did no change. Oh, okay. That's a cool, hey, you know, I always tell people you speak far more Spanish than you realize you do. Oh, well, yeah, and Spanish is actually, the root of Spanish is Latin. I will believe that. Well, the, the root of most Romance languages which is Spanish, French, Italian, and I believe Romanian. Italian and Spanish are very close. Oh, yeah. They are. Spain speak a different kind of Spanish than Mexican. Yeah. When I studied Spanish in high school, we learned the Castilian or Spain Spanish. Exactly. I know Mexican Spanish. Well, it's all dialects, basically. 
some different meanings to them, yeah. True. True, but like if you go into South America, whole different dialects, almost a different language. And Cuban Spanish is, it's almost like they slide their words. Gotcha. Yeah. You've been to South America? I have. <laughs> I've never been outside the country, but South America, you know, if I had my choice, let's say between Africa or South America, right, to, for a visit, I would choose South America. Maybe that kind of helps you understand. I mean, because you can't compare the Far East, you know, if they start offering you Japan and stuff, you kind of got to go there. But Yeah, if you ever get a chance to go to South America, I suggest Argentina. Um, one of my bucket list things is Carnival in Brazil. I've never been to Brazil, but I've always wanted to go. The world extends into Brazil. I have fans in uh, Sao Paulo. Great. Not many, but a couple of good hardcore ones. Great. Yeah, I have... I if I went there, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I have fans in Cape Town, South Africa. Yeah, and that just blows me away. Shoot. Today, going global, it's a small world now. It is. It, it definitely is. is. And there are benefits and there are drawbacks to that fact, uh, I feel, but it is, it is pretty well fact. Yeah, but, you know, I've got to say, um, I'm grateful that during quarantine... We all found, you know, other talents. True. I never stopped working, and it sounds like you never stopped working. I started working for the first time after a 10-year layoff, so yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh yeah, it took a 10-year period. I was not creative. I wasted my time managing hip-hop artists. I'm sorry. <laughs> Because, you know, honestly, I learned a lot. You never you never can truly waste your time. I mean, trust me, there were a lot of lessons gained, a lot of things learned, uh, improvements made through that, that, you know, that changed me in ways that I will retain. Did I achieve the end game? Did I, did I reach the, you know, the pinnacle that I was at or even close? No. Did the people that I was working with end up showing themselves as the loyal? Yeah. I think Trump brought the links out a lot of my phones. You know, it, it, drew, it drew us apart, you know, in ways. Some of, it, you know, some of it did hit the bottom, and some people's vibes did sort of change. So, yeah, I got out of here. I came back into my world, and I don't regret it. I love it. I mean, I'm here. I'm fully in charge. You know, I just love it. I'm executive producing everything. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll call you back after this, because I have a story to tell you that will blow you away. Yeah, <laughs> and eventually I'll put it up on this, on the podcast. So anyway, I'm going to start wrapping up, but if anybody wanted to reach you, let's get all your contacts. You've got your YouTube channel, which is, um, tell me. It's just titled Look, L-O-O-K. It's the only way I know to tell you to find it. Um, With the Infinity State channel thingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mistake, so you'll see it. It's, it's unmistakable. Uh, it may not pop 
up on search engines real easily at this point, though, because of the low amount of subscribers. We don't get a whole lot of respect on search engines just yet. Uh, I keep trying to change that, but I'm also committed to changing it organically. I do not want to buy a follower. I think that's a mistake. I want everybody to come around to be really on. Yeah. Smaller amount, I'm okay with that. Yeah, we plan on getting more content over there than, other than just the band's music videos. Then we want to put the audio versions of the books. I would uh, discuss with my producer about doing the audio book as far as getting these people that I wrote into the story, my Facebook friends or the characters, get them to shoot me their voiceovers. And then we're going to actually do a production. We're going to try one episode and see how hard it is and how rewarding it is and weigh that off. And if we end up, if it's not that difficult, what we end up with is very rewarding. We'll do we'll, we'll, we'll Great. Something that you'll see, you'll definitely get the guy. If not, I'll do a reading myself. Okay, wonderful. And do you have an email that people can reach you at or? Uh, Dave Look 13 at gmail.com. If anybody wants to reach out through me, to me through email, that would be helpful. Okay, great. And always put in the subject line what you're reaching out for. Sure, I appreciate that. Yeah, otherwise it goes to spam and you have no clue. Okay, yeah, we'll definitely reach out and follow through. Thank you. Okay, well, thank you so, so much. My pleasure. And thank you. I'll shoot you a copy of this when I'm done editing. Thank you, my love. You have a wonderful, wonderful day. Talk to you soon. All right, good night. Okay.